Hi, this is Lewis Lovehog from Atop the Fourth Wall, and you're listening to Bite. Welcome back to everybody to Button Mash, uh, the editorial podcast by Byte. Tonight I'm your host, Dalton Martin, and I'm joined tonight with... Megan Duffy. And Jake Doolin. And tonight it's we're taking more of a serious route. We're uh, discussing more about the recent harassment stories just in the cause mm-hmm. and the negative just stigma associated to them. And it, they're just not good things in general. No. And you hear about uh, them all the time now. Especially become, this week. Yes, especially this week. Yeah. This week has been quite troubling, and it's been all over Twitter, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent thing that happened was the uh, recent termination of a Nintendo representative by the name of Allison Rapp, who Rapps, who has been uh, targeted by uh, Gamergate. Uh, for I'd say more members. Members. It, it's complicated. Yes, it's just it's a mob of the internet. I think more so than anything, I think what we're learning now is it's not so much Gamergate, but it's this group of people with a mindset. Yeah, I I feel like Gamergate has become a scapegoat because I know initially when Gamergate was really relevant, um, I had been more on the side of it. Um, I eventually drifted off from that just because I hated both sides because it just became like poop slinging babies. Like after honestly the same thing. But they worded it so badly that each of them were like, oh, no, you're the evil. No, you're the evil. And then just it just devolved from there into idiots. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say it would be a uh, scapegoat because they it's still heavily implied that some of the people associated with that are involved. And that it's you can't really frame one group for the whole in, like incidents that happened, but they're heavily. That's why I was saying it's more times. of a mindset, a mindset because I mean, yeah. like. In your article that you wrote about this, you mentioned the white supremacy website that yes. was also involved. I would not say that this was a group of white supremacists that would be categorizing every single person and uh, yeah. as it's a white just, supremacist. Yeah. But it's a mindset of jerks, jerks on the internet. Mainly just like men on the internet who attack women on the internet and have this certain mindset about like gatekeeping and all this other stuff that you know has been going on. But as you were saying about the whole incident. The interesting thing is, like, a lot of people jumped onto her for, like, a lot of issues because Nintendo has had some controversy because they've been localizing a few of their games. Mm-hmm. And she spoke fetting, She spoke up fetting. a few times, and ultimately, I guess, people latched onto her as the reason why. And the thing is, she was never involved with the localization process. She was on she the was, marketing team. Yeah, she marketing yeah. team. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting how, like, whole, that whole process played out of people just jumped down her throats just because of some comments she made that she was actually in favor of, it turned out that she was in favor of the people wanting to bring this stuff back in. Yes. But people face just... Face important. <laughs> Mitomo has face petting. Mm-hmm. Why can't I pay, face pet Xander? Just want to And she was, yeah, she was 100%. Face. She was for the boob sliders in mm-hmm. yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles X. She was for the face petting, all that stuff. So it's interesting to see why they latched onto someone yeah. like her over I, other people. I think part of it goes back to the scapegoat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she... I don't know a lot about her personally. I don't care enough to look into her personally. Like, I like I just... She's a woman who got fired, and I don't know. Like, I've just never been into, like, the all of looking up her. I enjoy the drama. I do... In, like, it's a guilty pleasure if I just kind of love looking into drama. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's just an inherent human trait. Yeah. People just... I think that's a trait that goes along with this idea of yeah. internet hate mobs. There is this inherent joy you get from getting someone. There's yeah. an inherent joy of just, like, pointing out how someone's wrong and then other people backing you up. Yeah. Um, There's and... those people who, like, don't align with any side and they just like to see the world burn. <laughs> mm-hmm. They like – people like that gotcha moment. Yeah. That – why do you think so many people, after you posted your review, they were sending you screenshots of – How many people were sc- sending you that So stuff? it's hilarious, like – because I tagged uh, her uh, screen name and the – Within minutes, 
someone I guess was just searching for any mention of her. Yeah. Just, just screenshot a the IGN statement from the Nintendo representative saying <laughs> she wasn't terminated because of this whole campaign. But mm-hmm. I, I, and in reality though, it's like I already included that in the story. Yeah, they just was, went out of their way to find that and just hey, this is the thing <laughs> they did they. They find these little things and they act like, you know, it's the clue. It's the thing. It's See, the, it breaks them. I, I'm, I, I just kind of wonder how much of it was a mix of, like, the things. Because I, I just think it's interesting. I feel really bad that she lost her job because I don't like seeing people lose their jobs. Especially because of something that's really as silly as this. But, like, it's, it's the, I don't like being part of drama. I like watching drama. And, like, it's just really interesting like seeing, like, this whole story, like, unfold. I guess that's like the bad side of the Megan Duffy is just like I just want to just learn every would, side of this. The mm-hmm. thing that like bothered me about this whole situation is, and she even elaborated at the, later on in the evening, was that the re- the reason she was given her termination by Nintendo, what they're officially stating is she held like a second job, and it's because people dug in and started looking into her. Mm-hmm. And she said none of this would normally have happened if people didn't, like, send out campaigns to be like, hey, she's a terrible person, a mm. winner terminated. Yeah. And that's kind of like when people go so far as to, like, dig into personal things, one, it's just kind of like an unhealthy obsession. And, and yeah. like, why are you going so far as to this, like, doing these things? And it's just why. Because, mm-hmm. like, at a point you just have to be like, I don't like this person, so I'm going to be a rational human being mm-hmm. and just block them. Or just stay away from them or just do something on the other side. Like, because who cares enough? Like, I don't know a lot about her, but, like, I don't know if it was some just person I just can't stand. Like, there was this guy I followed on Twitter, and it was a mutual thing, and he's slowly devolved into becoming, like, a neo-Nazi. And I'm like, it just got to where I'm like, I'm not going to harass him, but I'm going to block him Mm because I I don't feel comfortable in this situation. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of just stems from just it's been a recent issue past few years because social media has oh, yeah. blew up. Yeah. People have more like have a outlet that they can receipts s- is a big yes. thing. Um, I know, especially on Tumblr culture, um, receipts, finding just the smallest little thing that somebody did bad. Like I know a few months ago there had been this artist blacklist going on where it was don't support this artist. They're a bad person because they did this many many years ago or um uh what was the thing that they did that would be the thing that interests me um let's see uh the one that really stuck out to me was there was this one artist i can't remember his name i remember i know what he does he did like these ouija comics on um or the ouija comics on deviantart um and one of the reasons why they said to blacklist him he thinks everybody's like everybody is uh everybody can have an opinion like he never said that, like, it's okay to have these opinions, but it's, like, people have opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that was a reason to not support him. Another one, um, Purple Kecleon, uh, I think they go now by Glitched Puppet. They had had a false call-out po- post, actually. Um, somebody just completely lied about them because they had, like, some bad history. And they lied and made this huge fake call-out post about them. And that's the reason why they, like, changed their username. Um, and they were on this uh, blacklist because of this harassment. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, that's that's definitely like a, a, one of those things I was saying before. It's like people want that gotcha moment. They want to yeah. search through your t- Twitter. They want to go through your Tumblr. They want to find the one moment where you slipped up. Even though we all slip up every yeah. day, there's always a chance that you're going to say something wrong. And there's oh, there should be a clear difference between saying something wrong and not meaning it and yeah. then just being full of hate and vitriol. Like if someone, I don't know, says something vaguely wrong and they just didn't realize it and you you explain to them why they did it wrong that person can learn from it whatever but if that person is just spewing hate and vitriol i would say feel free to block that person feel free to like go after that person because obviously they don't care it's there's a there's a clear difference between these things that's what matters i think with these hate mob mentalities it's going after people who they think everybody deserves it when only certain people should get this kind of of treatment and it's the people who are full of hate, full of yeah. vitriol and are attacking not just the the guy who made one vaguely offensive picture and didn't realize it was vaguely offensive or the guy who said one thing but didn't really mean it, or you know, like, in that um, way. One artist uh, going back to the blacklist. Um I think his name's like Gachi Gachi or something. He's a Japanese artist and he drew some Steven Universe fan art. 
And because of lighting or something or just some like just thing he didn't understand, he drew Garnet with whiter skin and without an afro. And people harassed him. Like he eventually was like, like he doesn't speak English very well. I think he was using a translator. So like that added a problem. But he's like, this was lighting. Like I know she has darker skin, but like in terms of the lighting, this is why. And in terms of like the flow of the composition, I thought it'd work better with like straighter hair. See, the the issue there is important. Drawing a character with the wrong skin tone, that's completely wrong. But like he had a point, you know, obviously it was someone who made a mistake and learned from it. Yeah. Probably did not deserve the kind of harassment that they got. And it's also like a d- cultural difference. Like he doesn't understand. I don't think because he didn't he didn't grow up in the grow up in um the U.S. culture where there's a large discussion about uh, racism and skin tone differences. He grew up in Japan where it's, I think, like 98 percent Japanese people. There is that cultural difference, I guess. So it's like drawing people with like the whitewashing characters and stuff like that is wrong. But you also have to consider, does this person exactly know why it's wrong? Yeah. No, and you has- have to consider that other person and what they're trying to say and what yeah. they're trying to do. But again, like obviously that person wasn't just whitewashing a character or making a character thinner or making yeah. a character look different to fit a mold. Like those are harmful things and should be discussed and should mm. be brought up if someone does that. But it obviously because of the internet culture, everyone wants to get get everybody. That's yeah. something that is completely prevalent. Everyone wants to get that moment, waiting for someone to slip up so that I, way I everyone think, can get on him. So I want to reel this back in a little bit. So – each time you bring up something like this, you say it's like a group of people. Do you think people are more inclined to gang up on someone if they have like-minded people around them? Absolutely. I think so. There's the mob mentality. And also in terms of the internet, you also have the anonymity aspect. Mm-hmm. So it's like it could just be honestly one person who just sends – just continuously sends these anonymous hate mails like these – just go on Tumblr a million times, uh, always on and on different typing styles make it seem like a bunch of different people that's always a possibility i know that's a way that people get harassed is just one person continuously harasses them i guess it's another that could be a whole other can of worms the problem with anonymity the mob mentality really shows itself on something like twitter oh, yeah. where two people can have a discussion but the moment a hashtag is added or something now you can search for names and things you don't need even need yeah. the hashtag oh, yeah. things so you could just put one hashtag and suddenly you have a bunch of people willing to go after this person because it's it's easy to disconnect yourself it's twitter you're typing on a phone you don't realize yeah. that another you person don't directly don't. like connect like, like talk to these actually, people no i have a pretty uh honest uh large uh thing uh, personally one of my friends she had tweeted something about how she doesn't like floyd mayweather or it was something about like how she doesn't like floyd mayweather like she thinks he's a jerk or something yeah and uh she is half korean mm-hmm. and this is important because she's uh engaged to a white guy uh, she was getting harassed, and her Twitter is now locked because of this. People calling her a race traitor, um, th- saying that uh, she is racist for not liking Floyd Mayweather, just con- like using slurs against her because she didn't like Floyd Mayweather. Well, how? What was the exact way she said she didn't like Floyd Mayweather? It was just something like she doesn't think he's like a good boxer or something. Like she never mentioned his race, never mentioned anything besides like she thinks he's a jerk, and that like somebody could beat him or something. I don't remember. It was a few months ago, but it's like. Okay. It, it race had nothing to do with it. Racism had nothing to do with it. People just brought that in there. Yeah, I mean, I can I can totally see you know people jump on that because Floyd Mayweather is a jerk. Like yes. no he's no a, lie, oh, he's yeah. beats he's multiple accounts of like domestic violence. Yeah. Um, super super awful dude. Um, but one thing I do see a lot that people do like in terms of just attacking him, they don't attack that part about him. They attack the part that he can't read. Yes. That he, he, Is that, yeah, yeah, like she did not bring that up. Like, it's like, because that's not cool. You No, like, he cannot, he, that's something that I've always bugged me is that, yeah, there's plenty of reasons why people should attack him. He's, you know, the violence against women, the, you know, just the way he carries himself around certain people mm. is people really. tend to fight fire with fire. Yes, and, yeah. lowest yeah. blows possible. Yeah, like, that's why I hate when people make fun of people for how they look. Like, I see people bring up people they don't like, like Ted Cruz, especially. Like, I don't like Ted Cruz. I think he's a jerk. But people making fun of his appearance, he can't fix that. I mean, I guess he could get plastic surgery, but that's not really, like, it's like, you don't like him for his politics. Don't bring how he looks into the equation, because that's just mean. Like, Benedict Cumberbatch, too, like, that, like he can't control his face. He can't control his name. Like, that's just, like, I don't know. I It, it bothers me. I think, again, it comes down to... 
how that person carries themselves and whatnot. Obviously, I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch has done anything to Wrong. like warrant people. You know what? You know what he's done? What? These are people who, because I was in this boat when I was fifteen, sixteen, like idolized him. It's like, oh my god, he's the hottest man on earth. They're embarrassed of those phases, so they're making fun of him. I, I honestly, because I see that a lot on Tumblr, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Because that's a that's the thing people do is they really like something when they're younger. They stop liking it, and because they liked it when they were a kid, they're like, well, like, obviously I can't like that, and so I must have to hate it. That makes no sense. That so it, it, it goes back to, to the, the internet. It goes back to that mob mentality of like, well, if there's this, I I remember seeing a bunch of people like him, and then it it very quickly switched to yeah, mm-hmm. ironic like hating him. him, and like it might again fall into that mob mentality thing of like, if you hashtag Benedict Cumberbatch, what's the discussion? Is it a positive one or a negative one? If you're going in on the opposite side of what's what's the prominent discussion, you risk being attacked by people. Yeah. And that is horrible. Like, that that kills any kind of creative, like, criticism or discussion. It just yeah. makes which side has more people to yell at each other with. Yeah. And that never is a good sign because yelling at one person or just, like, name-calling or harassing somebody isn't how you solve an issue on the Internet. Mm-hmm. It's... Working together to figure Talking out. Yeah. between things. But again... I'm not going to say that certain people shouldn't be harassed because if someone is actively harassing someone or harassing people or saying negative things, again, that it comes from a place of hate, is spewing like this awful stuff, you absolutely have every right in your being to like go after that person, in my opinion. I don't know. Like for me, it's like be the bigger person. Like this person is going to be a jerk. They're going to continue being this like piece of crap. Like the – freaking neo-nazi mm-hmm. like he used to be a pretty like regular guy and then it's just like slowly like he started making jokes about hitler and then started looking like not jokes and i'm like okay i could either tell this guy that he's a freaking idiot jerk in much meaner words than that mm-hmm. or i could be like this bigger person in that and just block him i think saying be the bigger person works in certain circumstances mm. if that obviously on that circumstance being a bigger person, that makes sense. But if that per- if that person who is saying these things is at a point of being able to influence people mm-hmm. and influence things, that's when you have every right in your yeah. being to say, like, no, stop. And case in point, I will bring up Chris Brown here because I wanted yes. to bring up Chris God, Brown in a second. He's such a jerk. So Chris Brown, earlier this week, there was another case of, like, harassment going on. Uh, singer Khalees... Um, not Khalees, uh, Kalani. Kalani. Um, Why do I want to say Zendaya? Who? That, that's another. Zendaya that's is uh, from the Disney Channel. Was, wasn't she different doing person. something with different Chris Brown? Though? There, no, but there was an artist who was doing something with Chris Brown, but is like pull, is like blowing that off now. Zendaya is the one that blew okay. Him off. So, that's why. That's why her name comes to mind. So Kalani, she's a R and B singer. She got photographed with someone who wasn't her husband, and the internet blew up and you know started harassing her. You know, basically going after her in kind of like a righteous anger type thing. Like, how dare you cheat and all this other stuff. She attempted suicide not a day later because of this harassment. Yeah. And Chris Brown, as, you know, big a jerk as he is, said no one attempts suicide. It's it's all just a act for sympathy. And in that case, absolutely. Go after Chris Brown. I went after Chris Brown. Yeah. I told him to, to screw off because, like, no, that's a horrible message you got there. You're yes. a place of like millions of followers. People see that. And you know, you cop on there, people are like, Oh yes, Chris Brown, like awesome. Like, you know God, emojis. Just... The weirdest thing was that this girl, uh, Kalani was a fan of Chris Brown. And it was like, that is such an awful thing. Like, and then yeah. even then, like you said, the influence, mm-hmm. I was looking up in this and because Chris Brown was trending and I'm like, well, what do you do now? And I clicked it and people were like, oh, Chris Brown finally said what everyone's thinking. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, See, God. that's the that's the negative thing. It's like, you know, Kalani could just be the bigger person, not say anything or everyone could just be the bigger person. Yeah. Just be like, oh, Chris Brown's just a jerk. But in that case, he absolutely needs to be somewhat yeah. shamed for what he said. Because he he has a clear track record of being an awful person. Oh my God, like, yeah. He his, wasn't even showing regret because he's like, yeah, I'm throwing it's shade. Still so up. What? That's yeah. the thing. It's still up. You can like still just, look at that tweet. So it's just mean. Like it's like there are so many people who go through suicide. I have a lot of really close friends who struggle with suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And saying that is so disrespectful. Like yeah. I know I have had to help my friends like when they have had suicidal thoughts and I'm not I know I'm not the best at doing that but it's like seeing that type of stuff it's like mm-hmm. how could you be so thoughtless and rude especially because Chris Brown has a lot of young fans I think absolutely and 
young kids are impressionable. Young kids see these things and they either go, oh my God, Chris Brown, like, is so smart. Look at him. Oh my God, he's so funny or funny and he's saying everything I want to say. Or, oh my God, my idol just said this thing about me. Like, I'm struggling with these thoughts. Yes. And he just says that nobody attempts suicide. And, and I just – I feel even more worthless now. And the thing is, too, like if you're one of those fans who doesn't agree with him and you want to remain his fan, you almost have to because if you don't, his other fans are going to go right after you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those other people are going to go right after you. So, yes, like as we were talking about, like the small artists who make mistakes, yeah. like no, I don't – there's a, there's just this – the internet mob mentality can be used for good, but it – more often than not, yeah. it's just like people are ready to go well, at a you, moment's notice. Are you familiar with Lacey Green? Um, she is. I'm not much of a fan of her, but she does um, a sex positive series where she talks about like she's a lot in feminist circles and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, gosh, this was probably three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, this was brought up. Um, but it was happened. She said this back in like 2011. She used a slur for transgendered people. Um, she was, you know, was she wasn't really aware of it being a slur. Mm-hmm. She had quickly apologized for it and taken down it. Well, you know, three years later, uh, it's brought up again. She's harassed. I think she's threatened at her house or something. And it's just like mm-hmm. that's a mistake. This is a woman who has tried. I don't always agree with her. But she has tried her best to help out people. Mm-hmm. And because of a mistake, she was threatened away from her home. Yeah. No, I mean, go back again. Like, there's there's yeah. a clear indication of, like, people who make mistakes and people who are doing yeah. just absolute wrong. There's the Chris Browns of the world, and then there's the, the, the small artist. And again, like, I don't want to say, like, just because you're a small artist, you can't be, like, this horrible oh, yeah, racist person who deserves of- it. But I mean, like... You should be able to look at someone, look at their work in the past, look at what they write. Because we have social media. Yeah. You know, people will dig through your social media to find the worst aspects of oh you. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about that because I know I said stupid stuff when so, I was a kid. Ugh. We kind of touched on the fact that Chris Brown has this, like his fan base that will support him no matter what. And then you got the people who are afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that in, in Duffy's case, you said you want people to like you think people should just be the better, uh, bigger person no matter what? Not no matter what, um, uh, there, yeah, like, to an extent, to, at least. like to an extent, like if it's like on Tumblr or something where it's just like people posting, but if it is like celebrities, like who are saying things that will legitimately like hurt people, there's a difference. But yeah, see, I was gonna go with that because do you think that people who want to be the bigger person are afraid to speak out? Because honestly, if there are times like Chris Brown, like he is still going on, like after all the things he's done. He's still going on. His music's still being played, yeah. but nothing has been able yet to like stop him. Mm-hmm. And he's always been like, "I'm sorry, I'll fix it." But then something comes back up. I think at this point he's even stopped saying "I'm sorry." Yeah. At this point, he has. He knows for a fact that he has this group of people that will stand by him and defend his stupid actions, mm-hmm. and you know, and will buy the CDs, buy keep him like relevant. So yeah, he's given up on saying he's sorry, and that's why you need people to like call out people like Chris Brown because you know we don't want someone like that getting comfortable with just saying awful things and like like a particular politician see it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. is even (laughs) though social media was intentionally not meant for like younger audiences younger people have been slowly getting on social media and so their minds are more moldable and more influenced Mm -hmm. and so it's it's terrifying to see like they even think about like what type of impression certain people have been leaving on and just how that could shape things into the future. Yeah. Mm, That's true. Yeah. Because who knows, like, I know it's often a joke, even that Tyler Creator, uh, when his tweet, it's like, cyberbullying isn't real. (laughs) Haha, just get off the computer. computer. Yeah. Yeah. How many people do you think, honestly, just like, yeah, cyberbullying isn't real, and then that's what they go off? That's absolutely something that that happened after that tweet came out. People use that to defend, like, cyberbullying isn't real. Like, you just step away from the computer. Not realizing that so many people's lives are connected to social media, it's impossible to step away from the computer. And I also know, because I grew up on the internet, I, um, when I was a kid, I, in my, in sixth grade when I was about 12, I moved from Arkansas to Carmel, and... I knew nobody. Like, I had lived in Arkansas since kindergarten, so it's like I was uprooted, and I kind of found, like, a home on the internet, I guess. Obviously, I was too young. I wasn't 13 yet, but, you know, I lied. I got on Mm -hmm. these forums. And I guess as a kid who was raised on the internet, like, I understand that. Like, if I had seen, like, 
I, I never really dealt with cyberbullying, but, like, if I had and I had seen, like, uh, like the cyberbullying isn't real and stuff, like, that would have been bad. Because I know, especially when we were young, um, that was, what, 2008, 2009, um, cyberbullying was still kind of, like, a new thing that was first being brought up. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I was in middle school and they were bringing this type up stuff. I'm like, this is a thing? Yeah, <laughs> like... Because, like, not a lot of, like, you know, everybody kind of had a Facebook or a MySpace, MySpace. I never got a MySpace because I wasn't allowed on Facebook and stuff till I was 12. And by the time I was 12, MySpace was pretty much gone. Well, I had the almost exact opposite where, like, oh, really? my, my parents were, like, so strict that they were just, like, no, not until, you're, like, you're 18, you're going to post some <laughs> stupid stuff. And I'm, like, eventually I kinda, like I got in trouble multiple times because I decided, hey, Dalton's going to get on social media either way. And I'd sure enough, I did post stupid stuff. But oh yeah, see, I, I'm really grateful that I deleted my Facebook in like junior year of high school, because I just recreated it last year for uh, school stuff, and I'm just thinking, oh my god, I was so embarrassing as a child. Mm-hmm. And then the bad thing is, like in the future, if people really like had a problem with you, they could go back and probably find and dig this stuff up. No, that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. In terms like with the Lacey Green thing, like that had happened, I think like two or three years before. Uh, before and then it got brought up again and I know like I said stupid things when I was a kid like I was 13 I joined Twitter in June 2000 of not 2009 and you know I loved England oh my god I was one of those kids like oh England's the best I'm gonna spell color with a U <laughs> I'm so cool and like you know like I know that like some of that like it's embarrassing like I don't think I ever think I've said anything like that wrong but, like, embarrassing things and people who said stupid things when they were 13, 14, a.k.a. just a child, mm-hmm. like, that could be brought up when they're 20, 22, when their opinions have completely changed. Yes. And even they take in consideration, like, you see so many, like, kids on Vine and Instagram oh, God, yeah. and Twitter. And then at the same time, you also have these people who just, like, want to dog on these, like, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, gosh. There, like, there, um, there, was, there was some kid. Um, like, uh, that, well, that one girl, the girl whose father's, like, you done goofed. Yeah, I know she who was, you're Yeah, she, she was like, what, 12? Yes. And it's like, yeah, the girl was silly, but she's a child. Like, children do stupid things. Like, it's really, like, there's a difference, I think, between making fun of, like, someone who is an adult and doing stupid things. Even then, I think that's still It all comes mean. back to the idea of, like, someone who deserves yeah. to get made fun of. Not mm-hmm. because they show a pattern of just being reckless with their words and whatnot. Yeah. Like, again... I've posted stupid things. I know I've, but I've learned. That's kind of the nice thing about social media is you can learn from it. You can learn from other people when it works really well. Like I, you know, I didn't know half the things I know now when I started my Tumblr, I don't know, in 2009 or whatever. I don't can't remember when I did that, but I, I I didn't learn half the things I'd learn now about like how the world operates, how like gender expression, all this other stuff I learned through like the internet. And then I did my own research. Like it's a good place to learn. But when you turn that place of learning into a place of like, what do you mean you just don't automatically know this, you know, time to flame you. Because I think that's a problem in terms of especially like online culture is you have these kids who are like 13 and they maybe don't know about different gender expressions because maybe they're from a very, maybe like a rule. More than likely most kids come from a, I don't want to say most, but like I think these kids come from conservative type of families who like don't. This information's not yeah. very well known. So it's like you have a kid who doesn't understand, like, oh, gender fluid, gender fluidity is a thing, and then they get harassed. It's like, you know, sometimes you like it, it goes back to the being a bigger person. Like, this is a child. Educate them. Don't just say go educate yourself. I think that can there gets to a point where that becomes a lazy excuse. Whenever it's some kid who's like fifteen on mm-hmm. the internet and like from like I don't know, Crapville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, and they get harassed into leaving social media, maybe even attempting suicide. It's just like, how, like, you risk also, so callous. You risk also just turning that person against you almost immediately. Like, just harassing people doesn't make them want to join your side or think about things your way. Yeah. like, Like, if you just come at someone and attack them. Uh, you're coming at a place of hostility immediately instead of just like coming kind of from understanding. Um, It was interesting. I was talking to Aiden on input too about this. I was watching a show recently where they had two people sitting at a bar. One of them was a conservative. One of them was a liberal. They were having an argument. And then someone was like, okay, liberal, give me the, give me the, what you think a conservative is and a 
conservative, give me what you think of liberals. And it was just like the most hateful stereotypes whatsoever. And it was supposed to come down to the fact that like, how could you have a discussion when the first thing you think about a person is these stereotypes? So yeah, immediately jumping into a stereotype is a horrible way to continue a conversation and you can't have one if if you just come at hostility. You know, it's easy to go to those stereotypes about certain people. Yeah, like I know when I was younger, I had gone through a few pretty radical changes in ideology. Originally, I was really, really left, and then I became a really, like, anti-feminist, and now I'm, like, really more middle. Because you're not going to change anybody by being a jerk. Like, I'm not going to change somebody's mind by saying, oh, you're stupid, and you're wrong, and you're hurtful. Mm -hmm. You change people's minds by going, you know, like, you have good points, and I think we come from a similar background, but I think that X, Y, and Z is uh, something that maybe it should be focused on instead of uh, ABC. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, and you have to realize that you have to concede a point sometimes. Like, you don't know everything. Like, you're an internet mob. Maybe you're 15 years old joining us an internet mob because it's a cool thing to do. You don't know everything about how the world works. Even as a 20-year-old, I know about Bupkiss, bump about, like, anywhere outside of, like, college or, like, the towns I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So one thing I always, like, had a thought on, and it kind of makes sense even to this day, is, like, we're still growing up. Like, we kind of grew up with the Internet being, like, created around us and things slowly building up to the way they are now. Yeah. But kind of, like, kids, more times than not, just kind of know what they know at, like, a local level. Mm -hmm. And when you are thrust online, you are worldwide. And it's sometimes it's moving from basically uh, just, like, a small city of – South, uh, southern Indiana into coming up here like I've been thrust into so many different like things mm-hmm. and opinions and stuff it kind of took me a while to get used to it all but I think if you take someone who's never been familiar and is like stuck in their ways and put it in an environment where there's so many different opinions and they're not used to hearing those mm-hmm. they become more volatile to them and I feel that's kind of where a lot of people start hating on each other online yeah because going back to Gamergate and anti-Gamergate, like, a lot of them had a lot of really similar ideas, like, a really a lot of similar goals, but they started stereotyping the other side, like, Gamergate was like, oh, they're just stupid, bra-burning feminists, and then anti-Gamergate was, they're a bunch of fat neckbeards, and it just became, like, poop-slinging, like, who can be nastier to the other side? And it's like people don't sit down and listen. 99% of the world's problems could be settled if people were like, okay, here is what, like, I want. Oh, you want the same thing? We just are going about it in different ways? Wow. But people are stupid and are mean to each other. Yes. it's And it's and the internet makes it easy to, to do oh, yeah. that. The internet makes it very easy because, again, you're behind the keyboard. You don't, you don't see, the other, see person. the other person, you know. On the other side of it, uh, I was reading up about this whole topic, and there's a reporter for The Guardian. He's writing a book about just internet mob mentalities, and he was talking about one of the best examples of this is – it was you, might, you guys might remember this example. It was a few years ago this woman made a tweet on a trip to Africa. She was flying to Africa, and she said something along the lines of, uh, I hope I don't get AIDS when I'm in Africa. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm a white person. And turned her phone off and was on the plane but sent that tweet out. She only had – 50 or so followers, whatever. That tweet got retweeted. You know, it blew up till eventually there were people waiting at the airport for her to get off the plane to photograph her turning her phone on and looking at, like, the tweets. She had made that tweet trying to be satirical. She works, uh, you know, somewhere, I believe, to better race relations between, like, groups and stuff. So it was a completely horrible tweet, completely wrong. But – it was meant to be satirical. Obviously, she failed completely. Lost her job after that point. Had to live in exile for several years. Um, and again, it was just a matter of this person made it a mistake, a bad mistake. Like this tweet was awful, no matter how you did it, looked at it. But in this case, trying to understand where they were coming from, you could see that they made an honest mistake. Yeah. And didn't mean it the way that it came out, even though it came out that way. And probably could have learned from this and probably could have been, you know, a better person. But instead, it was just a matter of harassing and then, like, you know, photographing her off the plane, reading the tweets, like reading how bad she screwed up, you know. Yeah. That's what people want a lot of the time is they want that gotcha moment 
instead of, and then they just forget about it yeah they like, move on and then mm-hmm. so the one thing it's like uh allison rap going back to her she's had a deal with this and now that she's lost her job people are probably going to like move away from her there's going to be a small group of people who are going to be like keep going on and on about this and then but most of the time most people are just going to be i'm done with this i got what i wanted to see i'm moving yeah. on but she still has to deal with this like the consequences and the mm-hmm. actions of other people yeah um and I think, it, like, I, I've heard this phrase a lot, like, it doesn't matter if you didn't mean it, you still stepped on my toes. It, like, mm. yes, it hurts, but there, it really does sometimes come down to the intention, like, did people, like, did people mean these things? Like, like the plain woman, like, mm. it was an awful tweet, like, it's not funny, it's mean, but she didn't mean it. Yes, she stepped on some toes, but it's like... She didn't mean to step on the toes. It caused some pain, or sometimes even it's people getting offended for other people. Like so, maybe like she did, like she stepped on like person A's toes, and person like D C E was like, "Nah, you stepped on that person's toes. Go apologize right now. That hurt me because you hurt them." And it's like sometimes you have to chill like realize that it's an like going back it's an honest mistake mm-hmm. like there's a difference between like i don't know mr neo-nazi who i had to block like making that joke and then that woman making that joke yeah it was it's probably clear that the man you're referring to was making a joke at the expense of people on yeah. purpose versus a poor attempt at satire yeah which we give such big passes to things like South Park and other things for like missing the mark completely about satire and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a person, a living human being cannot be anything less than perfect yeah. lest they be attacked. Again, I'm not saying that everyone deserves to be like completely, you know, oh, you made a mistake, whatever. If that person has a history of violence or if they are after you or they are personally like attacking you, you have every right in your being to go after this yeah. person. I will never fault someone for – because to me – Sometimes if, if that idea of just, like, be the bigger person comes out, you're basically saying to, like, just be okay with certain types of harassment. And I don't mm. think that's what you're saying. I'm thinking, no, like, yeah, when that idea gets presented a lot, you're just basically saying, like, well, you know, yeah, your harasser is, like, you know, saying all this stuff. But you should just forget. You should yeah. just be the bigger person. Which, yeah, that should never be the case, like, if it's someone attacking you, someone making you. But if it's if you're just cruising the Internet and you come across something and you just – your first reaction is to get them, I feel like maybe you need to consider why that is your first yeah. action, to just get somebody. Like, because, like, there has to be something more there than just, oh, man, I just, like, I just really don't like this person because they're a feminist, or I really don't like this person because they're a meninist, like, I'm going to go get them. Like, it's like, there's some, there has to be something wrong with people you there at that point. Like, pe- it's not, like, always their problem. Like, sometimes it's your problem. You're just a nasty, nasty human being. People are more complex than what we give them credit for behind yeah. the computer. We think that they exist as the num- the ones and zeros behind the computer, and they're yeah. very. But there's there's complex things going on. They have a life. They have things going on. They have intentions and other things, and that's what you should judge on. Yeah, you, it should not just be a gut reaction. Although I've I've had plenty of gut reactions to things, but then you have to think about like, okay, if it was me, would I want? And I made an honest mistake. Would I want people making that kind of reaction to me? And I wouldn't. I would want someone to tell me, hey, you screwed up. I see it um, all the time. I see it work so much better because then that person learns. They know something about the world and they can be a better person for it instead of just making them a martyr and live in exile and just, you know – then you're just making that person come from a place of hate more than likely. But then most people, like those people who actively seek out and harass people, typically don't have that like voice telling them not to do this. No. Because Mm, usually they have another group backing them up, saying like, you're doing good, like we agree with you, let's jump on this. (laughs) And it's, there's really, it's really hard to police these people because in an actual, like you can't like take away an account because they'll just make another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I know uh, kind of like thinking about like the not looking at people like beyond just the screen. There was a blog I followed before because they had a lot of different uh, a lot of different types of people who had a lot of different viewpoints giving their viewpoints on like specific things, and I'm like, this is kind of nice. But I had to unfollow them be- unfollow them because there had been two people. Um, one was a non it was a 
it was um, Ugg Social Justice. I, I hate that blog name because it really was just we're all for social justice. We just want to give different viewpoints on it. Mm-hmm. It was they made it back when like the Ugg stuff was a thing. Um, that's like 2011 Tumblr. Anyway, that's a tangent. But one of them was the non-binary one, and the other was a, a deaf psychiatrist, and they had been harassing this teenager who posted on who sent like an honest question, like, "Hey, you know, I identify as." Some like some gender thing that the non-binary one doesn't didn't think was valid. Like they thought they were the ultimate gender police, and so they were just just being nasty to this kid. And it's just like the person's a kid. Maybe it's not an actual gender, which is a bad term to say. But maybe it's this kid trying to fit in on somewhere. But who are you to be mean to this? Like they're fifteen. I th- actually, I think they may have been like fourteen or something. They're, that's very much so time of change. They're eighth grade or freshman year of high school. Like, I know I was stupid when I like at that age. Like, and I'm not saying that kid's stupid. That's not what I'm meaning. Mm-hmm. But it's like you are an adult. I think the non-binary one was like mid to late twenties, and the deaf psychiatrist was in college. It's like you are at least five years older than this kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe at that point realize you know what? I just need to shut up. Like, I 100% unfollowed because, like, there had been a few uh, moderators for that blog who gave really interesting viewpoints from people I don't see viewpoints from a lot, like uh, Aroma, a woman, um, a Native American woman who lives on the tra- uh, on reservation and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, really interesting viewpoints of from, like, those. Mm-hmm. But, like, those negatives are just too much. Like, you can't be that mean to a child because at that point they are still a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and it's like, you know, you have the people, uh, I think Dalton, like you said Dalton, they're just backing me up like, oh my God, yeah, go tell that gender special idiot to shut up and go back to a normal gender. Like, that doesn't help anybody. That's just being, that's harassing a child, like. Mm-hmm. Who more than likely is just finding things out about themselves yeah. and and is trying to find some, some kind of community to belong. Yeah, like. And that's that's a huge problem, too, is just like. People don't understand. Yeah. And then again, you have to you have to realize when people don't understand something, they can be you know maybe they just need to be informed, yeah. or maybe they just don't want to be informed. And that's when you have like the real pieces of work who just want to just harass and. You have the non-binary one and the deaf psych one who are just. I, I I'm this happened like six months ago. I'm still angry. Like it's just I. So the the it. psychiatrist was non-binary. Yeah. No. 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 There was there was a non-binary person. Yeah. Um, and then a deaf psychiatrist. Yeah. And then the psychiatrist is like, oh, but look at the psych books. They say that you can't do this or that. I think actually I think it was it was like a kid with some other uh, gender, th- uh, gender identity. And they didn't they didn't uh, have dysphoria. That was the thing. The, tra- the kid didn't have dysphoria. Mm-hmm. This just sounds like a bad psychiatrist. Yeah. Like it's just like it's like at this point, just shut up. Like just shut up it's a st- i i think it's another thing too people are afraid to go and ask yeah they because you don't want to come across as being ignorant but yeah ultimately if you're willing to ask and you're willing to learn i think that that shields some of that i mean like yeah. no one knows everything going out the gate you, you say ignorant things all the time and you yeah. may not realize it and just like instead of having that gut reaction of like well how dare you tell me why not, you know, open up a little bit and just discuss it with someone or something like that? Yeah. Some, yeah. Something like that where it's just like I'd rather continue a world where people can learn rather than be afraid to say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know I have a friend and he is Jewish and I'm not. So I ask him questions about Judaism because I'm legitimately interested in learning. And at that point, there's not a problem there, I don't think. Like I – make sure that he's not uncomfortable with the questions I'm asking, but it's like I'm coming from a place where I don't know anything about Judaism. I was raised Catholic, and I want to learn, like, uh, what exactly is kosher? Like, why kosher? Why do things belong there? Like, what type of things do you do in Judaism? Because I I personally— You're interested in learning. Yeah, like, I like learning. And when people are interested in learning, I don't think there's a fault there. No. Maybe a fault comes if you're interested in learning for the point of harassing people later on. Yeah. Like, if you want to learn about, I don't know, like, being non-binary just so you can go harass kids later because you learn more about it just as fuel to fire. But if you're learning about non-binary genders 
because you want to understand because maybe you're like me and you were raised in a very Catholic uh, conservative family and you didn't really know much about transgenderism or is that the right term? Mm -hmm. Like or just being non-binary and stuff. So it's like. But people just need to realize that not everybody asking questions is bad. I actually don't know if that's the correct term, but yeah. we can look that up yeah. afterwards. Um, but I think just to boil everything down to one point, like I said before, to me it always comes down to intention and just what's being said. You can tell you know, if someone is, is truly just being – like someone like a Chris Brown is just being awful – saying these things, they deservedly need to get this internet mob type of hate because at that point they they, they have the people back. It's not affecting them personally, but yeah. it need, it's, it, if anything, it's getting other people to know. It's mm -hmm. not going to affect Chris Brown more than likely. It's going to affect other people around him. No, he's probably not even reading his Twitter. He's probably got a publicist. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it, if anything, it can sway other people. But again, like there's ways to go about it maybe that are better, more... Yeah. You know, but again, I will never tell someone not to just go after someone if they are harassing mm -hmm. you or saying something or make that call out post, like say something if if you feel like that's right. But, you know, we live in this time where, you know, yeah. things can happen. But, I mean, I think the block function is useful. Like if somebody's harassing you, block them. Like if it's a if it's a repeated thing of harassment, though, I feel like people deserve to know this person's yeah, a harasser. Yeah. But, I mean, it also is like like because I don't, I don't want to like be like you're at fault here, but it's like. Sometimes it's like you do have a block feature and people find ways around it, but the best way to protect yourself from that is to at least try to use that. And if it continues on, make something about it. Like let people know because chances are if they're harassing you, they're harassing other people. That's why I'm saying like if they if they are yeah. – right, if it's just like I, I block people from my hometown all the time and want to add me on Facebook. I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> but if they're not – you know, there's no one on there that I would say is like a serial harasser that if there was, I would absolutely want people to know that. You yeah. know, I would absolutely make you know a post about that. But – you know, in, in small cases like that, if it's just like, you know, my grandmother posts some stupid redneck memes and I'm like, I don't want to see this. So I'll, I'll mute her posts or something like that. But, yeah, speak up if someone is absolutely harassing or yeah. anything. But, I mean, if you feel that's correct. For, I mean, first step is blocking, I think, though, because it's like a lot of times these are just jerks going after an easy target, too. Like block, make a call out post if need be. But the best, like, I don't know, like, I, I guess that's just coming from me, who it's like, I've never really been openly harassed, because I'm not really that popular online. I have a pretty small group of followers, and a lot of them are just, like, friends I've made online, and I've gotten some, you know, awful anons saying that, gosh, I think one was like, you stupid, uh b-word go out and smell flowers you're so stupid because you call yourself a nerd oh my god what a loser i think i was told to kill myself by this one person mm -hmm. and I, I i either posted like it going lol or i just never posted it yeah i mean like that people can handle it better than other people yeah you know and that's why i'm saying like if this person is actively harassing you like you know you have every right yeah but i feel like you got to come – there's there's two sides of the way you can go things, and neither one is bad. Yeah. But I would say, like, the extremes of both yeah. are bad. Yeah. And extremes of anything are bad. The I extreme, extremes. Yeah. Right, Absolutely. So I'm going to reel this in one last time, getting kind of wrap it up here. Uh, so just any final thoughts? I mean, you've all kind of said your pieces a lot of times. But yeah. I mean, between blocking people, muting people – I mean, harassment's just one of those things where it's going to be really difficult to, like, avoid entirely because at this point we just can't avoid it entirely because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. people will find ways around things. Uh, they'll just make new accounts, go under a different name, and it's just a hard time, honestly. I mean, it's interesting. It's good to see, like, companies like Twitter and Facebook actively now trying to work as a team to find ways yeah. to alleviate these issues. But it's still going to be a work in progress, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, one thing I wish we would have talked about was, like, how Nintendo responded to this whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, that's just a bigger problem as a whole of, like, how people treat people who are harassed and stuff. I feel like that was definitely a poor decision on their part. They say it happened because of one reason, but we, I think everyone's smart enough to know that it was probably yeah. not fully one reason or another reason, but... The fact that they didn't even step up to help this person out during the months of harassment that they got is a pretty 
sad excuse, yeah. I think, for Nintendo to go like how they treat people, how they treat their to company be, culture. To, to be fair, I can understand it to an extent of they're a company. They're going to in like at the very last, they're going to do what's best for them. Which I'm not defending or saying anything against, but it's like I guess I can understand it. Because in the end, like they're not going to be destroyed by one employee. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to find ways to keep going on in a way where it's like they're going to get as little bad press as possible. Yeah, but it also they have more bad press now because yeah, they didn't do this. I mean, because I, th- I think they they probably saw it as like a lose lose situation. Like they either would continually get this uh, get press about a woman and. Since they're a company who primarily is marketed towards younger people, seeing a woman name pedophile Nintendo, which no matter how true it is, no matter how true it is, it's out there in the in the wild. But that just shows how, how ignorant easy, Nintendo yeah. is. Yeah, that shows how how spineless Nintendo is that they wouldn't even like. I mean, I could attempt- say. For an example, I could just go out and just say this person's this thing, and if they don't want, it, and and if they just like, oh, this name's attached to him, we gotta let him go. I mean, but I, I guess what I'm saying, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just saying, I can understand why they, as a company, made the decision they did. I feel like the this the the way they went about it though was absolutely wrong in that. Yeah. They they tried to claim it as one thing when you know anybody with you know one Twitter search can find out that's completely not true. It was both things more than likely working yeah. congruently together. And, like, if this is how Nintendo wants to treat their employees, that's just another, you know, another hurdle that people who are harassed have to go to go through. Because yeah. if you're harassed now, it, it's not like you can keep your job if, if, you know, enough people get on you about it. So, you know, it's it just bugs me. That, that more than anything bugged me about this whole thing was that Nintendo mm. had no backing of their employee who, you know, they could do their own research instead of just believing what other people had told them at that point, you know. So it's it stinks that like you don't even have the backing of like your place. You could people who are harassed really don't have these rights that people think that they do like, oh, mm-hmm. they have all these friends and stuff. Well, yeah, she's doesn't have a job anymore. A lot of good those friends will do, you know, when you don't have a job yeah. or stuff like that, something to support you. So, yeah, bad on Nintendo for this. That's my final point. Shame. Yeah, uh, my final point is just I, I hate harassment. Like, no matter what the side is, like, it just, I don't know. Like, I understand whenever it's more of, like, these, like, big fi- figures that are doing these awful things. But, like, on the smaller sides, because I, I focus on the smaller sides because I am a, an artist and I see these things. And sometimes I'm like oh my God, like, what if I was put on one of these blacklists because when I was 17, I said this stupid thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess coming from that aspect, like, that kind of scares me. Like, that just awful mob mentality of people who don't do any of their own research. That's kind of why I think call it posts are a little bit dangerous. Call mm-hmm. it culture in general is dangerous because it's like people can claim anything and it never always has to – it doesn't always have to be true. So – I just, I, I just want people to be nicer to each other, but I know that's not going to happen because people, for the entirety of humanity, have been consistently awful to each other. True. Well, this has been a very fruitful uh, button mash this it week. It has. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, I'm uh, your host, Dalton Martin. Jake Doolin. Megan Duffy. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>